Chapter One of the Patchwork Girl of Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Patchwork Girl of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter One: Ojo and Unknunky. Where's the butter, Unknunky? Asked Ojo. Unk looked out of the window and stroked his long beard. Then he turned to the Munchkin boy and shook his head. "Isn't," said he. "Isn't any butter? That's too bad, Unk. Where's the jam then?" inquired Ojo, standing on a stool so he could look through all the shelves of the cupboard. But Unkie shook his head again. "Gone," he said. "No jam either, and no cake, no jelly, no apples, nothing but bread." "All." Said Unk, again stroking his beard as he gazed from the window. The little boy brought the stool and sat beside his uncle, munching the dry bread slowly and seeming in deep thought. Nothing grows in our yard but the bread tree, he mused, and there are only two more loaves on that tree, and they're not ripe yet. Tell me, Unk, why are we so poor? The old Munchkin turned and looked at Ojo. He had kindly eyes, but he hadn't smiled or laughed in so long that the boy had forgotten that Unk Nunky could look any other way than solemn, and Unk never spoke any more words than he was obliged to. So his little nephew, who lived alone with him, had learned to understand a great deal from one word. "Why are we so poor, Unk?" repeated the boy. "Not," said the old Munchkin. "I think we are," declared Ojo. "What have we got?" "House." Said Unk Nunky, "I know, but every one in the land of Oz has a place to live. What else, Unk? Bread. I'm eating the last loaf that's ripe. There, I've put aside your share, Unk. It's on the table, so you can eat it when you get hungry. But when that is gone, what shall we eat, Unk?" The old man shifted in his chair, but merely shook his head. "Of course," said Ojo, who was obliged to talk because his uncle would not. No one starves in the land of Oz either. There is plenty for everyone, you know. Only if it isn't just where you happen to be, you must go where it is. The aged Munchkin wriggled again and stared at his small nephew as if disturbed by his argument. By tomorrow morning, the boy went on, we must go where there is something to eat, or we shall grow very hungry and become very unhappy. Where? Asked Unk. Where shall we go? I don't know. I'm sure," replied Ojo. "But you must know, Unk. You must have traveled in your time because you're so old. I don't remember it because ever since I could remember anything, we've lived right here in this lonesome round house with a little garden in back of it and the thick woods all around. All I've ever seen of the great land of Oz, Unk dear, is the view of that mountain over at the south, where they say the Hammerheads live, who won't let anybody go by them, and that mountain at the north, where they say nobody lives." One," declared Unk, correcting him. "Oh yes, one family lives there. I've heard. That's the crooked magician who's named Doctor Pipt and his wife Margalot. One year you told me about them. I think it took you a whole year, Unk, to say as much as I've just said about the crooked magician and his wife. They live high up on the mountain, and the good Munchkin country, where the fruits and flowers grow, is just the other side. It's funny you and I should live here all alone in the middle of the forest, isn't it?" Yes," said Unk. "Then let's go away and visit the Munchkin country and its jolly, good-natured people. 
I'd love to get a sight of something besides woods, Unc Nunky. Too little, said Unc. Why, I'm not so little as I used to be, answered the boy earnestly. I think I can walk as far and as fast through the woods as you can, Unc. And now that nothing grows in our back yard that is good to eat, we must go where there is food. Unc Nunky made no reply for a time. Then he shut down the window and turned his chair to face the room, for the sun was sinking behind the treetops and it was growing cool. By and by, Ojo lighted the fire, and the logs blazed freely in the broad fireplace. The two sat in the firelight a long time, the old white-bearded munchkin and the little boy. Both were thinking. When it grew quite dark outside, Ojo said, Eat your bread, Unc, and then we will go to bed. But Unc Nunky did not eat the bread. Neither did he go directly to bed. Long after his little nephew was sound asleep in the corner of the room, the old man sat by the fire, thinking. End of chapter 1